Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Vicki Nas. She's the CEO and co-founder at Crux OCM. Vicki, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Vicki, why don't you start and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. So a little bit about myself. Um, so I am the CEO and co-founder of a company called Crux OCM. Um, so I'm originally from Newfoundland, Canada, so absolute middle of nowhere. But if folks know, come from away, then they'll know where I'm from. <laughs> the Broadway, the Broadway musical. Um, so, so yeah, so um, yeah, started started this company uh, a while ago and excited to tell you folks more about it. That's awesome. So why don't we dive right in? Tell me a little bit about Crux OCM. Sure. Yeah. So I think that we'll, we'll add on to my background and that's that's how it uh, it'll fold into that story. Um, so, yeah, I'm a chemical engineer. Uh, I worked um, in pulp and paper, um, you know, labor first and then, you know, then into chemical engineering and process control stuff. Uh, that mentality I took into when I went into oil and gas. So our lovely energy sector. Um, and I took that mentality in. And so I actually trained as a control room operator for the notorious Keystone pipeline, uh, and then worked as an engineer there for, for quite some time. So from that experience, um, you know, came to understand exactly how control room operators operate the critical infrastructure that, uh, powers our entire economy and, and challenges that they have being successful with it. So I love to use the analogy pilots in planes have autopilot software we're not going to get in a plane to fly from you know new york to la or, or calgary to houston uh without autopilot software but we're also not going to do it without a pilot so our critical infrastructure that powers our entire economy re really needs these capabilities and that's the mission that we are on that's really interesting so tell me more about you know what what's uh what crux ocm offers yeah so we offer a software platform uh, that gets installed inside the existing uh, SCADA system, so supervisory control and data acquisition. So think of it like your operating system for your multi-billion dollar asset that is moving energy around the world, right? So, so we install into that control system and we enable the autonomous operation of that. Um, but we think of it like a co-pilot for, for, uh, for the control room operators, right? Or an autopilot system. So it simplifies how they work. So instead of them pushing, you know, they're going to start up a pipeline and they've got to, you know, open their valves remotely. So they click a button and it opens um, on their operating system. So instead of them clicking the button, open the valve and pump and change the set points to increase the pressures, to increase the flow, they're able to set a target flow rate and our software will execute all of the intermediary steps on their behalf uh, to get them to that target in the most efficient way possible. So, so yeah, so that's, Anything you need to dig in on there for those who are not familiar with control rooms, control systems, um, and how, how our critical infrastructure is operated. Is there anything I, I could share more for the audience? Yeah, I was going to say, let's get let's get down into it. You know, for our listeners who may not, you know, necessarily understand the intricacies of a control room, what do you mean when you say that? Yes. So think, think NASA control room, right? Um, that's probably the easiest way to think of it. So if you think NASA control room, you know, you're, you've got all these screens in front of you and you're operating a giant thing. So, so when it comes to, you know, uh, a pipeline system, you're sitting in a control room with all of these screens and you're operating remotely, um, you know, a pipeline system that might go from Northern Canada all the way to Texas, 
Um, and you're able to do that by pushing buttons. And, you know, the same as what you do when you're you're on your phone and you get off a plane and you want to make sure your nest is uh, is on so that your house is warm enough. <laughs> right. So it's so the same concept. Um, we just are using that to, to operate uh, the world's critical infrastructure. Um, also, you know, another one that's e maybe easier for people to grasp is is grid control. Right. So if you think of uh, the electrical grid, like, sure, you can just plug in at any time. However, there's someone behind the scenes. That's, you know, when when the wind stops blowing, they're making sure that that uh, natural gas fired power plant comes on to ensure that the base load is there so that people can plug things in. So so that's is that help with the no, magnitude? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, talking about having um, like the benefits of having an automated control room, walk me through that's why that's so important and so efficient for for companies. Yeah, and, and the fun part, too, about that is um, there's a general misconception that these control rooms are fully automated and they're not. So that's a fun one. And that's that's a fun sales challenge as well. Um, but, but, talk to me about that. Okay, let's go into that one. Um, yeah, so so there seems to be an assumption that, that um, you know, at the, at the executive level uh, in these in these companies and then general public opinion that, you know, oh, these things are fully automated, right? Like that the software exists, the operating system exists. Um, and I think the analogy is like, you know, just because you have Microsoft Windows doesn't mean that if you're going to go, you know, pay a bill, it doesn't mean that that bill is going to be automatically paid on time every month and that that workflow is already set up. That's probably the easiest analogy um, to, to think about it. So so that's the gap in the industry that that is um, not common knowledge that mm -hmm. needs to be filled. Interesting. Why do you think that is? I think it's, uh, I think, so, so I actually think that because, um, so if you think of these assets and you think of the critical critical infrastructure nature of them, they're, they're very, very important to, you know, to, to the country, to the globe, right? And so because of that, certain certain safety measures and security measures are required um, and, and every positive has a negative, right? And so so because of that, it ends up that the, the security around these types of facilities is so high that they become quite isolated. And I think what that's created over time is a bit of a disconnect between what's actually happening inside of control rooms and how people are working versus the the common uh, common thought process or the common knowledge of, of what actually happens. There, there, there's been a disconnect. Interesting, interesting. <laughs> you know, and I think that another common misconception, you know, you and I have had a little bit of a conversation offline talking about, you know, there being... A, a disconnect between that buzzword of being data-driven. Yeah. But, you know, your industry has been data-driven and is actually past that, correct? Yeah. And so that that was a really, really fun one, too, that that I found super interesting. So, so, you know, so we have this one misconception on one side that's, like, not really serving the industry. But then there's this misconception on the other side. So, like, you know, because I'm obviously spending time now. We're, we're a venture capital-backed company, and I'm spending quite a bit of time in, in San Francisco and in Silicon Valley. And there's this misconception that that the energy industry is so old and so outdated and and it needs to update it needs it needs iot and it needs data observability and and i'm like when I, and it needs big data analytics and, and i laugh because i'm like okay i was a 19 year old like engineer and i was i was pulling millions and millions of data points and and developing algorithms and and i was pulling those data points from remote devices in real time and so i'm like you know, it's really interesting because there's, you know, parts of the industry are very technologically advanced compared to, you know, what we can now relate to, which is telling Amazon to turn off the lights. That stuff existed 10, 15 years ago. Maybe not telling them, but, but being able to, to do this stuff remotely um, has existed 
uh, years and years ago in in this industry to be able to you know provide energy security for the globe, right? Like like there was there was um, a big need to get make those advancements quite quickly. So so that misconception I find quite funny quite fun as well because because it's like wait a minute that stuff already exists. And it just, we just use different words. <laughs> interesting, interesting. And, you know, I'm, I'm curious, what would you say the biggest challenge that your customers have before they start working with Crux OCM? Is it that they're, you know, they're potentially working on another platform that isn't working as, you know, seamlessly as Crux OCM? Talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, so anecdotally um you know one of our very very early customers the early adopter on that lovely crossing the chasm curve um you know when when we started telling them what we were up to and you know they they trusted us because of mine and my co-founders uh background and expertise in the industry you know their feedback was we didn't even know what you do was possible right so so that was really interesting so in terms of how as a business i guess what our internal competitors are when we're selling it's it's the knowledge gap of is this possible? Does it already exist? Um, we're not exactly competing with, I guess, another platform because the platform that's in there, like supervisory control and data acquisition, is is a fantastic platform that does exactly what it's supposed to do, right? It creates it creates a central location where these multi-billion dollar, you know, assets that span across countries and, and continents can be actually uh, actually operated, right? So so we're not competing with that. That that is absolutely necessary. Needs to be there and is doing exactly what it's supposed to do. Um, we layer on top of that. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense, and I appreciate you kind of clearing that up. Um, you know, Vicky, I think that you know this has been you know a super interesting conversation. If people wanted to go to learn more about Crux OCM, where would they go to learn more? Ooh, our website www.cruxocm.com. We also have a YouTube channel where I just talk about all things industry, and I probably go real deep. Um, but if folks are, if folks are interested, um, you know, that's, that's on YouTube for Crux OCM. And we also are quite active on LinkedIn. I myself, as well as, as the company, um, and we love to share as much information as we can about, about, about this industry. And, um, you know, and, and, and I like to throw this one into like, you know, some people are like, oh, well, you're working in oil and gas, um, oil and gas is, you know, it's still 83% of our energy mix globally. Um, which makes it a very important player. Plus, uh, you know, oil and gas companies are the ones investing the most in alternative energy sources. Um, and they understand the energy mix globally. They understand the infrastructure required. Um, and they're fantastic people to, to be able to further the energy transition. So, so I, like to, I like to highlight that as well when it comes to, when it comes to what we do and that we want to be empowering that. That's fantastic. And that's a good little plug too. You know, we we covered kind of the surface level of what Crux OCM does. But if you really want to take that deeper dive, go visit your YouTube channel. Yeah. Take a take a peek at you know getting getting deep in in into the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, the nitty gritty, and and it's a fun complex space. Awesome, awesome. Well, Vicky, before we head out, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with? I know you highlighted you know talking about the gas and energy industry. Anything else that you want to leave our listeners with before we head out? Um. I don't think so. I think, yeah, just, you know, under, take take time and take effort to understand energy security, understand our energy mix, understand, you know, that uh, that energy demand is increasing globally and that, um, you know, if we want to be able to uh, afford to drive our cars, we, we need to we need to do many things, not just one. There's no silver bullet. So that's probably what I'd like to leave people with. 
Fantastic. Well, Vicky, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you talking about, you know, Crux OCM, the platform, kind of, you know, the importance of the industry in the in the global global economic global economy. I think this was a great conversation. I appreciate you being on Business Ninjas today. Yeah. Thank you, Kelsey. Great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E dot I-O and schedule a time to meet with us and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.